This was during the period in twenty and twenty eighteen when you would walk around handing people Lou Roll saying, I think you need this. You need this more than I do. <laughs> I still do that. I go up to people with a massive twelve pack of Lou Roll and go, You need this more than I do and put it in their trolley. <laughs> and they're like, COVID's way over and I'm like, You need this more than I do. What's that COVID? <laughs> it's not COVID. I just saw you from the back. You got a massive rear end. <laughs> You're a big wide loader. Big butt. You're a big butt girl. Oh. You're a big butt girl. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to your life. There's no turning back. Even while we sleep, we will find you acting on your best behavior. I spent all my week in coming up with new racial slurs. Oh, mate. Well, the racial's not going well because the cancer app has put people off. <laughs> Do you understand how, how we've basically got a cease and desist from our own audience to stop <laughs> recording? What do you mean? Well, the, the numbers are basically equivalent to a legal cease and desist. Please stop recording. But they, that means they haven't heard it, man. So it must have been the episode before. Yeah, well, whatever, man. It's good to see that we just ignore rejection. Do you know what that thing is? <laughs> I, um, yeah, racial slurs. Well, the thing is, if you that, that, that's the nature of um, division. It's like people are in denial and they go like, oh, you can't call it that. I can't call it that. I'm like, well, why are you scared to go down an alleyway in Leaderville at night? There's <laughs> nowhere equal with everyone. I'm like, that's weird. I'm like, you won't walk through that park, will you, with everyone picnicking at night? You don't like that, do you? And no, it's a one world, one love, one world, one love, stay off our lawn. Anyone that looks a little different. That's the problem. There's always going to be racial slurs. That's a good when, new racial slur, man. Picnicer. Picnics? Yeah, they're night picnickers. <laughs> night picnics. Uh, just having some Shiraz and cheese out on the lawns. Look, it's exactly what you do at... Um, those open movie nights. You know, what's a good uh, skylight movie yeah, shit yeah, that you the, do? The big open air movie ones, and like movies in the park. Oh, or, yeah. dude, I love that they do that and then they can just do old shit movie. A oh, Ferris Bueller suddenly gets a new screening. Ah, oh, it's iconic. I'm like, no, it's $45 <laughs> at King's Park in an open air thin- cinema where they charge you $47 for popcorn. <laughs> and I'm like, you can just watch it on your iPhone now. Those are nostalgic uh, movies are, are interesting, hey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know how people like Jurassic Park, Ferris Bueller, uh, it's it's more just uh, nostalgia for a, a time when you used to have hope? Yeah. You watched those back in the day and you would have thought, maybe one day I'll set up a science lab on an island. And <laughs> now you're like, no, now I trim haircuts in a mall. <laughs> I do haircuts and... and Toenails. I, I, I washed toenails in a mall. What when really what should have happened is you should have killed yourself after you saw Ferris Bueller because you were all potential and then your name would have rung out forever. Oh, he, well, he had so much going on and then he's gone. Dude, he's well, gone. that's what we said about in that cancer episode that turned off half the audience is that <laughs> your Make-A-Wish 
should be the last mo- move because you don't want to have your prison meal three months before. Mm. You know, you don't have your burger on death row and then have another 12 porridges. It's like <laughs> LeBron must he, must, he must strangle you to have closure. Otherwise it sucks because you have to drive home with your parents and they're like, we'll probably still have to do your tax, Andrew. I'm like, I've got chemo. I've got a chemo. I'm going to do a Baz return. Fuck you, mom. I've been to Disneyland. I'm 67 or whatever age I've said. Do you know what the thing is, dude? Mm. Uploading social media stuff is horrific mm-hmm. because it's just, it's the equivalent of, um, do you know when a, a, a couple break up and then the mates go, we've got to take you out. You've got to, you've got to get back. You've got to land on your feet. You've got to meet someone new. And you can see that pack of girls with one uh, needy w- woman or one needy man. Let's do it as a man. The bald man guy <laughs> that's just failed in his marriage that's at the bar. And they're like, have you met Jeff? Have a shot with Jeff. And Jeff's like blackout drunk, wandering around. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's just, I don't, you, you know that pushing where people push the new... You've got to, you've got to move on. You got to. That is basically what we're doing on the social media. It's like I've got to get, I've got to get traction. Uh, I've got to get out my day job. Do you know what I mean? It's equivalent to people that buy lot, lotto tickets, just desperately scratch and winning on the the sidewalk in their lunch break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what we're doing. We're uploading stuff, and I'm like the first video. Obviously, we want a big volume of them. The first video is so rejected. How bad was that, dude? Uploading the video. I spent ages doing the thumbnail. Didn't look good. <laughs> then you upload the video and I'm like, oh, well, you upload half of it. Just by fluke, it ended at a point that it made sense. And I'm like, what is going on? We can't even upload the full video, dude. Like, I, And then I upload the second one a day after and look even more desperate. Where it's like texting a girl after you've met her 25 times from the, uh, the Uber home. Hey, beautiful night tonight, wasn't it? Those, uh, that cover band was in- exceptional. They've got something there. They, they need to be signed. <laughs> really focusing on the cover band. <laughs> oh, the BG covers were amazing. As good as the real thing. I mean, I've never heard the BGs, but after six vodka red wines or whatever the fuck I'm drinking, sounded like the real deal, dude. And you looked amazing, and I don't want to. And I wouldn't normally comment on figures, but fuck, you got a fucking beautiful set. <laughs> what a horrible fucking! Everyone's clinging for relevance, man. Yeah, you were very upset about the uh, video, even when it was doing quite well. Oh, it doesn't do well. It was a. It was. It was definitely. A, it was definitely a gross misrepresentation um, of you because it it did hit end halfway through the bit because that's the one Instagram decided to upload. Uh, it doesn't make any sense because it's just like this is the premise. Fat people are fat people are smart, are dumb, uh, skinny people are dumb, and then I've got no like supporting evidence. It's just like anyway, <laughs> they can't, and you're like, oh, what a great writer. He's the got people, no justification of your, your premise. It's just me yelling and they go, oh, I like, he, he's, he puts a bit of energy into his delivery, doesn't he? There's no real, like, payoff or reason that I've concluded that fat people are kind. Like, I haven't provided any evidence because you cut off all the section that actually <laughs> made it make sense. <laughs> but you had been, um, uh, but people were like, yeah, great bit. Awesome. That's, that's all they... they <laughs> I'm getting angry because even the new bit, you've got a new bit 
from the bit where like you've got the oracle, the, the eight ball oracle. Yeah. And then it escalates, it ramps up, right, to when you've got to check his pulse and he's just, that's just missing. So again, it's just like the the early inception of the bit. Like he makes sounds, but then there's actually the bit where he's like sweating and he goes, leave me, we must give him a rest. That's all been cut off. What do you off. mean? We've got, two, we've, got, we've got two bits. We've got one bit which is... Yeah, we've uh, got the suicide bit. No, yeah, and then we've got one the bit The ramping up of it where you basically go in the dark room. That, then we have one bit that's eight and a half fucking minutes and it goes through all of that. Yeah, 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 but we don't have that. We do have that. I said well, that to you. we're not uploading it. Do you know what the other problem is? The <laughs> housewife bit. Wait, wait, address the fact that we have it. I, I didn't say it. Well, we, I said it to you and we have it. It's there. Do you know what the other bit I've got? We've okay. got a bit where I say, I'm global head of risk. I know, just move on rapidly. The other one that we're going to lead with is me. I'm global head of risk. Fuck housewives. Yeah. Just a misogynistic rant. And I've got a lot of mums at the school that follow me that <laughs> it's directly about. And then I'm like, oh, this is great. I've only uploaded three stand-up clips, one pod clip where it makes no sense. And now let me have one where I, I stream... That housewives are fucking pathetic. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a fucking great, a great uh, branding exercise. At the end of the day, it's all too hard, dude. I had to do a fucking gig in Bunbury now. Have you heard of Bunbury? No. It's a two-hour drive. <laughs> I went with Dilrock. It, <laughs> it's a two-hour drive. I'm not even headlining. I'm yeah. opening. Yeah. I get it. I get it. There's no MC. I'm like, hey, is there an MC? Because I'm pretty abrasive just to start. The sound's bad. Two and a half hour drive. We're in the back room. Dylan and I are having a DM. It's too uh, earnest. I've had three beers. I'm semi crying, going, yeah, we do need to find purpose. Then they go, Andrew's on. I'm just straight up in front of these fuckheads. Lose them immediately because there's no intro. Welcome to the stage, your comedy, Andrew Wolf. And I'm like, I'm crazy, I'm scary, I'm weird. <laughs> and they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> then I'm yelling because they've got the longest jetty there. I'm like, they should make that jetty shorter so some of you cunts can walk off the edge of the bay. Like, <laughs> they'll take a walk off a long jetty. I'm like, how about a short jetty in this town to get rid of you useless fucks? I'm like, this place sucks. This town sucks. Anyway, so I'm bombing. I had to do 25 minutes. The last five was me accusing a man of being a paedophile because he was a teacher. <laughs> Two silence. Saying they had to move you at night. I, I, he said, I moved around a lot of schools. Yeah, I said, yeah, that's what they do, hey? <laughs> Under the cloak of not darkness, a pope would arrive and cover you in a blanket and, and take you to a new... <laughs> this is all to silence. Then I go, here's Dill. Dill comes on, slays. <laughs> I think, fuck, he absolutely slays. Then I have to do a two-hour journey back with Dill. He's smug. He's the king of comedy. I'm the bitch. I've been, you know what I mean? Suddenly my, my stories aren't holding sway in the car because they've seen me bomb. <laughs> so I'll chat and go, I've got an interesting story about a convenience store. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe focus on your act, cunt. So the whole conversation about finding purpose, like, yeah. was that... Um did that disappear afterwards when you realised that, like, Dill had purpose, but you had no purpose? But does he have purpose? Because at the end of the day, all I, all I, no one achieved anything that night. We're over eight. I just mean it's like, uh, it's like having a conversation with someone who, uh, you're like, yeah, we, we, did, we, need to, we need to change everything, man. We've got to do that. We're going to start a business. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then the next day they're like, they're, 
caught jerking off in public and you're like, oh, maybe, I, maybe I'm not going to do that. Maybe, maybe this guy was misguided. It's, I realise how important the warm-up is because it's sort of like um, if you're just lying down, you know, day drinking and then you're drinking beers in the sun on a mat and then suddenly you're in a nightclub, you end up throwing up, you have to go home. Like us lying in a green room eating way too much food and then obviously me trying to get too open about my divorce, how much I've gone through. He's like, you've, you've been brave just to still be around, man. You, you don't realise how much you've done. No, that's the level you're at, man. It's brave that you haven't killed yourself. He goes, look, you actually should be proud of yourself because you haven't killed yourself, man. That's it. That's it's a brave. Big, it's that's brave. a show of strength. I basically <laughs> fucked up. I said to him, oh, leather jackets. Oh, you got a leather jacket as well? I go, yeah, I never wear it on stage. It's so try hard. It's and then he goes, oh. I was going to wear mine on stage. He never wore his on stage. Like I was like, I didn't mean it like that. It's only tryout for me. I said, it just feels like dice clay. I'm like, oh, edgelord in the jacket. And then when I, I felt so bad, dude, when I went back to the green room after my bomb and I saw his leather jacket folded in a little heap on his seat. And I was like, oh, I can't. I put my fucking foot in my mouth. Anyway, he crushed. Killer act. I had a horrible one. And, um, at the end of the day, I don't want to go to Bunbury to so, do stand-up. Well, it sounds like Bunbury's not too bad, man. He did well. Oh, man. You know what the, the worst? The worst is just the number of sabotaged gigs where there's no lighting. The mic is like you're, you're doing um, a bistro, trying to uh, do melt. Number 43 is ready, ready, ready. You can hear it. Yeah. And then people going, oh, look, you were all right. We didn't mind it. I'm like, can we... Just fucking get decent lights. Even your lights in base, they're too fucking starchy. I hate them. Fuck you, like, man. My light's you great. You got the cheap, it's dude. A be- it's a, I have your a lights suck, beautiful dude. profile. It's a, it's a great profile. Your lights light. are unwatchable. Yeah. It makes it... It's like a fucking horror show. You know when the haunted house? It's got the looks of that. Everyone, everyone looks menacing and mean under those lights. They need softness. <laughs> yeah, this is why it's the what hardest are you gig in Australia, about, man. It's a light. It's a it's a good. Dude, the way you light it up is the equivalent. Do you know when you sleep over at a mate's house and he puts a fucking flashlight under his chin? That's how you lit up in base comedy. Base <laughs> comedy needs to be shut down. Okay, <laughs> shut down your so you can focus on editing this podcast <laughs> to the three hundred cunts that listen, or eight hundred, or what a thousand, or ten thousand. Do you know, none of the numbers matter anyway. I keep telling you that, man. I realised Luke Kidgel would have like a million downloads. If he got 800,000, he would go into a slump. Ah, uh, do you know what I mean? It's all relative. So like he gets a million every download. He'd get 800,000 and then not talk to his girlfriend for a few days because he's <laughs> pissed. It's just what you, and none of it matters because nothing's real. Yeah, yeah. Nothing's fucking real, dude, except for all these wires and admin. That's the only thing I know. How come uh, How come you're so willing to admit that nothing is real now after you've been denying denying these facts and truths for so long and being very uh, angry, aggressive? Uh, well, the anger is what's putting people off, but it's little things that annoy me, like just doing this pod with the headset, the wires just... At the length where I can't sit down. So it's like a Chinese drip torture where <laughs> I can't relax into the seat because if I sit like this, which I would enjoy, look, it runs out of fucking cord. So 
I'm, I'm basically, <laughs> I've got everything here, but I cannot sit back on the couch because yeah. the wire is at, at two centimetres away. So it's sort of like um, tantalising, putting a dog in front of a stake and giving it enough lead so that it's five centimetres away from the stake. And then you have to record like that. Even in that. Why don't they make wires longer? Is this, and are you still, you're still using your phone with no internet? Yeah. Right. So, like, this is a, a, an easily solved problem with yep. new headphones, or if you had the fucking internet that you said you were going to get put in, what, yeah, two, I'm three Yeah, I'm never going to get the internet because it's just, uh, it's a conspiracy. Anyone on the internet right now, if you are, you, you hear everyone talking about getting vaccinated, try going on the internet. That's the real reckless move. I'm not on the internet. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, you get monitored by the Gestapo, dude, the Gypsy Kings. Stay off the internet. If you're a true, if you're a true conspiracy theorist, you would use smoke signals and pigeons to communicate with your fucking <laughs> crazy friends. You can do three smoke signals to let everyone know that the government's bad. And two smoke signals that the government's good on that day. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what's so funny? Is the whole conclusion, every conspiracy theory is, is government's bad. I'm like, yeah, power. How many fucking smoke signals are you going to let off, dude? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> Literally, who cares? <laughs> do you know what I mean? What we really need to do is we need to do a sub-podcast about another podcast. Maybe we do the mug 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 off where we just we do like a, a debrief of the episode wow um crookshank was a bit good in the beginning you know we give like feedback <laughs> great anecdote by him and you know what i really liked was the double tag that yaz did near the end beautiful play <laughs> and people listen to us talking about our feelings and i'm like killer episode with daniel walker this week <laughs> loved everything about it what do you guys think right in and subscribe. Do you think maybe a uh, like a reflection podcast on our own podcast? So we have a I sub think, episode. Well, I, saw, I saw the eighth best rating is the Joe Rogan experience experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being such a hack that you're, you're the feeder fish that you just like. So interesting start by Joe today. He spoke about alpha brain. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> oh, mate. I've... Uh, I've, I, I think that, what do you think of the mothership? I wish it would take off and fuck off to another planet, to be honest. I'm sick of that what's whole the, fraternity. What's the mothership? It's Joe Rogan's new, uh, new oh, this fucking, is fucking club. Texas thing. And they're always like, they, I love, I do not like anyone that's um, talking about their legacy during the legacy. This is the, the new thing. We're, this is iconic. This is uh, what we've done here. We're creating art. I'm like, I don't think, like, Mitzi Shaw kept yelling, this is going to be iconic. Like, do you think she's saying every time people came in, you can just feel it in the walls. We're creating history. Anyone <laughs> saying we're creating history is generally a fucking hack. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Pinching yeah. each other, going, these are the moments, guys. In a thousand years, people will talk about our little pullback and reveal in leather jackets. Talking about alpha brain and how trans shouldn't have rights. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I do think Joe Rogan's fucking shit. I do think that. I do think that, Wolfie. I hate it. Oh, yeah. I fucking hate okay. it. I hate all of it. So what else? One thing we've got to stop doing is checking our... 
download. You need to stop doing that. You're very obsessive about it. You're obsessive about it, and when it's up, you're angry, and when it's down, you're angry. You're angry, angry at all, all of it, man. And you're messaging I'm me. You're like, what's we only got 14 shares on not enough shares. And then if there's, the shares are up, you're like, but there's no likes. Why are there no likes? Dude, I had the best um, birthday party. I had to get my ex to take the boy, Thornton, along. Don't say what you're going to say. What? I know what you say. What? What, what am I going to say? The fat one. The fat one. That's what you say every fucking time. And <laughs> then it? you laugh like a maniac. That's Thornton. And I say he's not fat. And then I get very upset. <laughs> We know what happens. Dude, I said Star Wars, he went as Darth so Vader. I wait, wait, I didn't say it. You said it. Just, I just Dude, to... how good sending your kids into the dark side? He went as Darth Vader. So, I will take control. And it's like, it's just so good because all parents generally do the positive thing. I thought, you were, boy... saying, I thought you were saying the dark side, like sending him off with your ex. No, 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 no. She obviously went and then didn't communicate for me with hours. So I drove around going, what's the plan? When can I come? Because what had happened is the invite had been very much like a girl's hangout. And I eventually panicked and thought, dude, I'm not being... I told you in the week before I'd been very earnest. This is the... Yeah, 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 the girls' girls day. So you didn't go. You weren't one of the girls. I... No, I sent her, but you know what's so good? (laughs) Crushing... With the Eddie Izzard bit to my sons and not telling them that it was a stolen material. Do you know the Darth Vader? I am dinner lady. And then <laughs> I'm doing all this. You were doing Star Wars Cantina to your kids while they were dressed as Darth Vader. I, I did Cantina and the boys are like, that's killing. You must still put your tray. I, I, I'm not doing it well now, but my boys are howling. <laughs> I'm like, they're going, that's so funny, Dad. You haven't made us laugh in months. I'm like... <laughs> I'm doing a stolen bit in the car, building my fucking story arc. Remember when dad did canteen lady, dinner lady, Star Wars? That was hilarious until they see it and they see that's an Eddie Izzard, Cake or Death, famous bit from that special. And that will be a very sad moment for them when they realise every time they laughed, it was a Borat bit, a Mr. Bean act out, the final scene of The Office. Me doing Eddie Izzard, and every time Dad actually went off script was when they went silent and go, we don't get it. No wonder you're getting so few downloads, you fucking hack. (laughs) Dude, imagine crushing with your kids just with a well-curated replication of all the greats' work. You're doing like Richard Pryor live at sunset, and they're like, oh, Dad was so funny with that, that bit. Ice cream, we got an ice cream, we got an ice Oh, that's uh, Eddie Murphy. I got an ice cream. And they're like, oh, dad was hilarious until they piece it together and go, dad's the fucking cable guy. He just quotes movie, <laughs> movies. <laughs> fucking freak. So why didn't, kiss- you go to the, why didn't you go to the girls, uh, girls' night, girls' day? Because I read into basically... Because I'm a psycho. I, I sent the WhatsApp meeting. She took too many days to say awesome. And then when I responded and said, hey, thanks for not being rude to us at the footy like all the other parents. 
<laughs> Man, what a weak thing to say. What a manipulative thing to say to message and say, thank you for not being mean to us. <laughs> why you for, would you send you for, that to someone? Why would you send that to another parent? Thank you, thank for, you for not, not judging being us mean. like the rest of them. <laughs> Dude, this is a great way to manipulate. Thanks for not ju- judging like the rest of them. I know you guys do a lot of soup kitchen work and you give presents to the... The needy. So it's good that uh, community and sense of uh, charity translates to my family as well. A direct uh, in need and in danger family that happens to be in your year group. Do you know what's amazing with um, charity? Charity's always done online and with it's never done generally in proximity to the actual victim. Yeah, well, it's not, it's not too often that you sort of mix and mingle with someone who is like a couple of rungs down on the... Social ladder. It's that's it's difficult to find those people unless you're going to a soup kitchen. You've you've forced your way in, man. Like you've head down. I love love the the hypocrisy of humans. Like they will go to soup kitchen and volunteer, but then um, another parent that's going through a rough time and maybe lost his job, they'll go. He needs to just fucking man up and get a goddamn job. (laughs) Fucking asshole on the dog. That's what it is, man. It's uh like it's very easy to. Uh, when Are You Okay Day comes around to be like, ah, yeah. oh. but then as soon as you have someone mentally ill in your life who is making your life worse, you don't want to deal with that, man. Oh, dude, unbelievable. It, someone in their life, they'll be like, he's taking the fucking piss, but then they'll send 60,000 cans to some stranger through the fucking Make a, Make a, Make a Heart Foundation or some bullshit. I just love the charity. that the, the, the Yes Voters, Aboriginal Issues, Build Shelters for Everyone, but Jeff loses his job from the same year group. He better fucking man up and stop, <laughs> stop fucking causing me trouble. What the fuck? Just sell your car and fuck off. Do you know what I mean? Like the, the, mm. the, the compassion is never actually translated in their own life. That, that, that's what I find. It's all fucking... Uh, sh- for show, mental illness is uh, conceptually something that you definitely want, like you want to help out. But the manifestation of that in your own life is someone who they're gaslighting you, they're bullying, they're lashing out, they're being. Oh, awful. I do this. <laughs> Did I do it to people in person? Because this reminds me, I had a gig on Thursday, and I ripped into this table about uh, how old they were, and I go, and this um, there was a guy there. And I kept ripping in. I'm like, it's like the fucking walking dead up the front here. And they were like, we're not that old. I'm like, not a dick in this table works. You fucking lose. And then the guy, the guy yelled at me. He goes, my dick works. I'll chase down your, your mother or something. And, and um, he goes, I'll, I'll walk down your mother. He was very angry. They had at their table someone in a wheelchair. And I said, well, you, she's an easy catch because she's in a wheelchair. And they was like, oh. Because they had come, they were all carers for like a disabled girl. <laughs> I lost the room at that point. But what, anyway, what I, was, what I was saying, which was fun, the gaslighting after, I, I kept coming up to him and going, sorry, mate, bit of a joke. Hope you're all right with it. Come on, mate. And I'm like, I, I walked up about multiple times. And then a comic explained it to me. They go, you know, if you keep going to people and patronising them with the apology, you're actually, uh, you're humiliating them even more, going, oh, I saw you had a little bad one. Oh, I'm sorry, mate. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, he wouldn't, 
the third time I came up, he's not even responding. The rude cunt almost knock him out. And they go, you do understand if you do too many apologies, you're actually humiliating them in front of the group. Like, oh, diddums, diddums. It's the big old, it's the old grandpa upset. Poor man, poor weak man. And I never saw it like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, so when you go up to a mum and go, don't worry, you'll get through this. And then obviously if you say that once, but if you're saying it every day, you are actually bullying them. Yeah. <laughs> you don't realise that. Do you know what I mean? What do you mean you, you like, don't realise that, man? Like what you, other people do realise that they're coming across as patronising. I come up every day and go, chin up, you're a real you're a battler, you're a hero. <laughs> and then like obviously getting through what you've got through. And I saying that every day. And then I'm like, no wonder I'm not getting invited to these fucking social events because I'll latch on to someone, I'll tell her seventy eight times how brave she's been. With all the fucking, with all the travesty that she's had in her life. And I'm like, you know, it is brave that you're even alive. But you're doing this to a regular, normal mum. They've got nothing going on, you know. Oh, yeah. They just come to to pack up uh, and they're talking to someone, like another, another parent. And they're having a good time. And then you come up and you're like, oh, it's a rough life for you, isn't it? Oh, dude, I do like the, the fist in the air. <laughs> Stay strong. Be brave, Glenda. You're being brave. And m- most people in your situation would have given up. And they like, there's no context. But this is what um, Dill said to me. He goes, you should just be proud of yourself that you haven't topped yourself effectively. Why are you taking it upon yourself to approach other parents and tell them that you think they're doing well? That is, No one wants to hear that from you. None of the mums want to hear uh, from you, Andrew, that oh, you do. think they're doing well. That's a huge red flag, man. You're doing well. They're like, am I doing? He thinks I'm doing well. What the fuck's going on? I, I say stay strong. Look, <laughs> uh, not not many people would have the would be saying this to you, but you've you've got grit to hang on how you have through everything you've gone through, and then just walk off and go. Like, I really am struggling to make any friends or connections because I'm basically mocking and scorning everyone, going like, "You're a warrior. You're like Goggins. When you're going through hell, Cheryl, just keep going." And she's like, we've just come back from Eagle Bay. We've got a holiday house. Why is this guy in a Holden Captiva that lives with his parents keep giving me rallying moral uh, moral support, rallying speeches, like I'm on the beaches of Gallipoli going, you're brave and then you fit, then you know you are. Yeah. All you women will survive. You will rally. And you know what? Not only will you survive, you will thrive. In this world and the next. Good on you, girls. Good on you. Chin up. Show the, show your best side. What Unbelievable, really. Fun. Fun. <laughs> Dude, doing rallying, rousing speeches to people that don't need them is funny. <laughs> Morale boosters to the teacher. You've got this. <laughs> Miss Howard, you've got this. I know a lot of the other mums are doubting you. A lot of the parents have galvanised to try and get you removed as a teacher. You've got this. You <laughs> dig deep. You claw through this, you loser. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, man, you're planting the seeds of doubt whenever you do that. 
Oh, mate, so no wonder no one likes me because I'm in my own head and I'm planning the own doubts that I have. Yeah. Where I'm like, maybe I park too close. Maybe, maybe I, I park too close. This is the problem as well, is your, <laughs> uh, the things that you're worried about, your, your primary concerns should not be your primary concerns, man. Your primary concerns, like, why we don't, we don't, have, enough, uh, we don't have enough shares on this Instagram post and uh, yeah, have, yeah. I think I fucked my park up. Man, you yeah. shouldn't be driving. You have no license. You shouldn't be worried about the park. You should be worried about getting in the car in the first place. I'm a third of the way through and I've, ha- I've never seen more police on the road than this little window. The simulation is up the ante. I've, I've, I've seen police with lights on about 50, uh, 90 times. I've only seen cops 10 times in my whole life. And, and now it's 90. 80 of them have happened during my suspension. Yeah. I had one moment on an empty road where a patrol car had its sirens on. I was the only one there and I thought, oh, well, I've been caught. This is it. (laughs) And they sped straight past me. (laughs) I slowed up. I was like, yep, I did it. I am. (laughs) The police officer's put his lights on. You're already standing out of the car with your hands up. You're you're kneeling on the ground. You're putting your face to the concrete. And it's five minutes before you realise that the police car is gone. And you're free to get up and go home. Dude, that is a fun thing to do around police is to always just lie on the pavement with your hands behind you. (laughs) Whenever a cop comes past and you're you're walking your kids from McDonald's and then you just drop to the ground and you go in the handcuff position. Yeah, man. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, dude, I am. Um, you keep repeating, I'm not resisting. I'm not resisting. <laughs> you just keep yelling, I'm not resisting. I'm not resisting. <laughs> That's fun. Man, as a police officer, like you, I don't even think, I don't think you would want to even deal with that, you know? Like you would just keep going. You'd be like, fuck this. I don't know. Yeah. This guy, he must have done something, but. Really, I could just leave it and not have to find out. This is this is a severely mentally ill person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not resisting. <laughs> They're just here doing routine sort of traffic movement. He's I'm yeah, not yeah. resisting. It's a police officer standing with one of those flashing lights and he's guiding traffic in a construction zone. It's all a misunderstanding. <laughs> There's roadworks and he's like, keep moving, keep moving. You're out of the Captiva. <laughs> You're on the hood. You're bent over the hood with your hands behind your back. <laughs> you just keep yelling, she consented, she consented. <laughs> what the fuck? You're in a handcuff position yelling, she consented, it's not rare. And they're like, oh my God. Just screaming out weird sort of defence claims. They were not under the influence. <laughs> oh, dude. I, it's, um, I always feel scared around police, though. We've spoken about it before. Do you not feel like uh, a chill up your spine where you think you could end up being Nelson mandela <laughs> You always think, because you've had bureaucracy before where, you know, you get a utility bill and it's three times the amount and you're like, nine grand, what's going on? It takes you three years to convince them going, oh, yeah, yeah, you had all the bills for the every single apartment in the building. You've got to fight with Lintergas <laughs> through the court. The same thing can easily happen where you're just like uh, wrongly arrested, you know, and then you you could end up doing. I think they, it happens to a lot of people. Wrongly arrested. Almost every criminal is wrongly arrested. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? With bureaucracy, you know it could go wrong. Where you just yeah. you're profiled incorrectly, 
Obviously, it's less likely for us. Yeah, it's a night of situation. It's just a coincidence that you've got you're holding the knife and you've got the blood on your sneakers. You're like, you don't understand. I'm sorry. It's not yeah. what it looks like. And it's too late at that point. All evidence points to you. Well, I don't trust. I don't trust the system. I feel like I'm always an inch away from doing nine years in prison for just a misunderstanding, a routine traffic stop where I yelled, yeah. They're buried in the, the Glendalough Forest and it's just, I don't know, you just, you, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's a dangerous one happen. because someone is buried in the Glendalough Forest, you know, and you're copping to it. You've got no idea. You're just yelling it out. To, there hasn't been you, a good, we don't have any serial killers in Perth at the moment. There's no numbers. We're not getting any like suspicious deaths. <laughs> and I feel like that helps motivate you to stay in your job and stay on the straight and narrow is, the thought that you know what I mean? Like that there's a, a, a crazy out there. And you're like, I really need my studio. It's a great motivator. When the when DC had the DC sniper, like people were not going out, you know, they were staying yeah. home. Yeah, and, and reconnecting with their family. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They actually yeah. had a great, it probably brought a lot of marriages back together where they actually, they ended up spending time together and go like, what's your biggest concern about the sniper? And go, oh, it's just so good, Glenn, to see you open up like this. And he goes, I just don't want to be shot. I just don't want to be shot when I'm returning a DVD. And I'm not, oh, it's so good to see, you know, you've got a heart. You haven't fucking said anything emotional for years. He probably kept a lot of families back, you know, brought them back. Yeah, like no one's being passive aggressive when the air raid siren is going off. It's like, you're, 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 you're doing things where you're not worried about stuff. You're not angry at your kids. It's, yeah. it's good. You have to have a bit of chaos. An external threat, man. You need an external threat to keep things moving. You stay on the rails. It helps you to be grateful. Gratitude. Where you go like, well, at least I didn't get incinerated in a fire like that family. And you're like, maybe we stay together for another few months. Maybe we do do that trip to Eagle Bay. Why not? Let's do some camping. We could have burnt like they did in the house. Do you know what I mean? Like, as mm. I'm saying, crime and tragedy is, is, that's why we feed on in the news. All the old people just watching, not re- you know, watching Fox News, just yelling at trans rights. And I'm like, just... Just put your teeth in, Glenda. Like, it's got nothing. It's not. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, remember how nice the first uh, the first part of COVID was? Like, at the very beginning yeah. when uh, it was on the news all the time and it was, it was how we need to get through this virus until it started becoming, until it became normal. And then people were like, I don't want to wear a mask. Ah, chin diaper. Yeah, yeah. Before that, though, before that, everyone was at, the, you go to the shops and, You'd look at someone. You'd catch someone else's eyes, and you'd both like give each other a "we're we're all in this together" look. Oh, dude, hundred percent. I remember handing uh, to like one of the housewives. No, you you need this more than me, and it was a six pack of Lou Roll, and they hadn't really even locked down then. And she looked very aggrieved, like I'd been rude to her. <laughs> and I go with that fat ass. It was a month. It was a month or two before the virus really started to. It was when it was still located in Wuhan, specifically. Insinuating <laughs> that she has explosive diarrhea from overeating, <laughs> yeah. from company this was, eating. This was during the period in twenty and twenty eighteen when you would walk around handing people a roll, saying, "I think you need this. You need this more than I do. <laughs> I still do that. I go up to people with a massive." 12 pack of loo roll and go, you need this more than I do. And put it in their trolley. 
And they're like, COVID's way over. And I'm like, you need this more than I do. What's that COVID? <laughs> it's not COVID. I just saw you from the back. You got a massive rear end. You're a big wide loader. Big butt. You're a big butt girl. Oh. You're a big butt girl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, but yeah, I agree with you. But it's funny how people don't realise that that's their dopamine hit because they're all trapped in suburbia and the rush of the serial killer. Dude, is that's actually a the- sick song, man. It's such a good song. What's that one, Beyonce? What? Disturbia. Suburbia. Concrete jungles are before me. <laughs> <laughs> dude, uh, I hate any place. It's the same way as the mothership. Is anywhere that's idolised in New York. And I'm like, it's Starbucks. It's the same shit. It's fucking corporate losers. And they're like, get there and your dreams come true. Concrete jungles. And I'm like, it's the same bullshit. It's cunts taking your parks. It's fuckheads interrupting. It's fuckheads not downloading. Do you know what I mean? Like this idea that if you're in New York, it's going to be good. Or if you're a mothership and you brush shoulders with Joe Rogan, who hasn't had a fucking problem in 10 years. He's going to give you insight into the human condition. He comes in in a limo, leaves in a Hummer. Fucking, I saw, you see them eating fucking sushi in the green room. And I can't wait for their fucking insights into the human condition. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're wearing, they're all wearing Nike trainers. Like they're fucking LeBron James. Every fucking comic's dressed like he's a, a fashion, fashion star. I'm like, what are people doing? You should be shouting from the ground in a sleeping bag, yelling. <laughs> going, I'm not resisting. That's how you should open your show. I'm not resisting. She was. Uh, she gave me consent. <laughs> Dude, but I'm just saying to you, like, that. it is funny, Detroit. What was that? Hands up for Detroit. Put your hands up. I love up this city. For Detroit. Then they had a, the original one. How good is Perth? Is that Best is there a place Perth one? on earth? Oh man, I'm singing very badly. How good is Perth? Best place on <laughs> earth. We have a the exponents <laughs> did one for Christchurch, but it's not super uplifting. It's it's more just facts. Christchurch in Cashel Street. I wait. It's a list of uh, amenities. It's equivalent to this, right? Generally, a good thing, you don't have to be convincing people. It's the same when someone texts you, texts you from a party. you got to come. It's killer. I'm like, it doesn't seem killer because you've called me six times. <laughs> you've, you've left the party. It's going, please come. The karaoke is going off. You must be here. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. While you've done three conference calls where you're trying to Skype me into your 21st because no one's come. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. It was the same when I went into LA. The beggars. Oh, dude, that's what I did at that um, corporate thing. After telling people about how old they were, it was a burger joint. And I did burgers are better at Hungry Jats. Got a huge laugh. It was so good. The owner was there. He was fucking pissed off. I go, they're greasy. I go, it's a greasy sponge. This sucks. Burgers are better at Hungry Jacks. I wouldn't eat here. (laughs) It's so good when it's a marketing. They hope that comedy... Comedy's going to get their burger joint to work. You know what gets a burger joint to work? Burgers. <laughs> I'm not good at business, but I'm like, you know what sells 
Sandwiches? Sandwiches. Not a guy on a guitar singing about how good the sandwiches are <laughs> or a comedian doing jokes to distract you from the unprocessed turkey. Turkey rolls. I mean, what are you fucking doing? Just fucking make good food, cunt. So, so the uh, the burgers at, what is it, Bummington? But what is it? No, this was uh, Royale's Burgers. He's probably listening now. I'm still in the comp. It's a $1,000 prize. It's a great place. Wait, wait, wait. They're doing a, why do you keep e- entering open my competition? Oh, dude, I love it. <laughs> because it's so, it's so, it's so good to just fucking um, swoop in and take other people's opportunities. <laughs> You've entered every open mic competition that Perth has had in the past dude, five years, man. I'm in the gong show. Gong show, three minutes, 350 bucks. I'll do my, my best closer over and over again and just take the money. <laughs> I dip in. I do three minutes. I'm like, I don't change a single word. Move three, dip. Move three, dip. <laughs> and at that point, I realise all homeless people, they're people too. Bang. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> money. Hey, guys. Great seeing you again. Other comics. Hey, why... Uh, someone's unfollowed me. Twelve people from the show have unfollowed me. <laughs> Dude, there's nothing better than just re-entering. Because why wouldn't I? No one's given me any other opportunity, so all I'll do is try fucking win open mic comps. I have no embarrassment. People, all the pros here won't touch it. I'm like, why? And and, and two weeks ago, someone from the crowd yelled. He's a pro comic. What's he doing on here? And then I fucking, I attacked him. I spent the whole three minutes yelling, going, go fuck yourself, dude. I need this money. He had seen me so often that once someone in the crowd took a exception and yelled, I don't know why a pro comic keeps coming down and winning this gong show. <laughs> oh, it's so good, dude. Yeah, Brian Freeman said that he was in Perth. Uh, and he was hanging yeah. out with you, and that he won a he won a gong show, and I told him that that was his that was absolutely his niche because he has cerebral palsy, and there's no way he's getting gonged off any fucking gong show, man. Like it's, it's oh perfect. no, dude, it's Perth, it's Perth. I've seen a wheelchair yeah. a wheelchair guy has been uh, gonged at the minute guy. mark. Where I think someone yelled, spit it out, you fucking crippo. <laughs> and then it's taken him 10 minutes to get off the stage. Reverse forward, reverse forward, reverse forward. And he's not allowed to speak anymore because he's been gonged. Reverse forward, reverse down you go. No, Perth, we don't care. That What we do, we'll just, if you can't get them off, a guy in a wheelchair, gong, throw a blanket over his head, wait till intermission and wheel him off. <laughs> Welcome to Perth, fuckhead. It's not a soup kitchen here, fuckhead. <laughs> it's eat or being eaten. No, no, but he uh, he killed it. Do you know what's the most embarrassing is um, not winning the gong show with your best material. <laughs> How many, not placing. How many of them are you not placing on, man? My my worst is uh, the fake banter that I do when they're judging. I'll generally find maybe the the weaker, maybe they go in the wheelchair, and then I just say random stuff to them and look like we're joking and having rapport just to build my likability. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, hey, it's crazy up here. Look at those lights. That's weird down there, isn't it? <laughs> and it looks like, oh, look at him. What a nice guy. And I'm actually going like, I'm going to fucking 
throw you out of your wheelchair if I don't win, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the best move I ever did was pushing the guy in the wheelchair out. It was motorised, but it looked like I was helping him just to try <laughs> to try look better to the crowd. I was like, oh, look at him. What a good guy. He did well up there and he's helping the wheelchair guy by basically holding onto the motorised scooter and look like he's, he's wheeling him out. But anyway, <laughs> dude, it's all fake charity. No one helps anyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think they do? I think some people help, man. But as we were saying before, it's very difficult. It's very difficult to be charitable and kind when you are being negatively impacted by the by other people's situations. Everyone wants to tackle poverty, and and not it's it's horrible to hear about people living below the poverty line and suffering. Yeah, yeah. Struggling to get by, but when uh, but when your mate won't chip in on the beers or, we, oh, or yeah, on yeah. the weekend trip, man, fuck that guy! What a skint cunt! Unbelievable! It's so true. Like happy to give three hundred bucks to an unknown, but when your mate is going through a divorce and suddenly comes up short on one of the cinnamon buns, you fucking <laughs> you run him over the coals in front of the group, don't you? Hey, mate. It's your round. It's your round, dickhead. It's your fucking round. You came out. Do you know what I mean? And you hold them in contempt. You obviously mock them. When they're a fellow parent at the school, oh, my God, I hold in captiva. <laughs> Yucko. Povo car. But then they'll be seen a, a day later um, raising money for the Yes Vote campaign. Mm, yeah. I'm like, yeah. mate, choose the side, dude. What I'm saying is occasionally I should open my kid's bag and one of the nice mums has made lunch for the boys. <laughs> and it's not patronising. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. A lovely turkey roll shoved in. What a nice, and it's a little note, stay strong. <laughs> stay strong. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's the new best thing. Stay strong, I believe in you. You've got this. You've got that. <laughs> Saying that to mums, you've got this. And that, uh, you keep doing quotes, the darkest hour is followed by the brightest dawn. Yeah, I think you, the idea of you sidling up to any parent in at, at pickup is, uh, like, it's not good. You know, it's you don't want to be seen standing next to you. So oh, they must all be trying to get away. Because if you can get up next to one and, and you can be in their air going, you're you're the only one that understands me, Katrina. You and me, Katrina. We're the only yeah, ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. Katrina. They're going to be freaking out. Like, what the fuck? Why does this guy? Why does this guy have an affinity for me? This oh, is scaring them out. When when I when I try then sing the school song, <laughs> up up there wherever. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> trying to build faith community. <laughs> the greatest school of them all. We rally, fight, and all your dreams come true. Like New York. I'm like, this is the place we do it together. <laughs> do you know what I would like to do, though? A prank. What I want to do is a prank. I've just thought of it. Putting post-it notes into other school bags, um, uh, reprimanding them for the food, and go, this needs to be healthier. <laughs> <Do you know? laughs> and then just annoy the fuck out of them and go like, "Can hey, we've just been monitoring and, and have no one sign off on it, been monitoring the quality of the food, this needs to lift. It is affecting them, their performance in the school. <laughs> Dude, you should be putting those notes in the lunchbox. 
Uh, How like, angry would a mum be? You can do it. Like, well, you'll get through this. Don't worry. Oh, dude, unbelievable little notes and go, hey, we've um, – look, not a big deal. Just noticed uh, BMI and uh, she's pushing it at the moment. <laughs> maybe he's back on the roll-ups. Yeah, maybe you, just... you, should have, you should have ones going, going to the parents, but you should also have ones going to the kid. Hey, if you ever need to talk to someone, please give me a call. We'll talk to Thornton. We'll be happy to. We'll be happy to have you around our place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when they get home and the parents look at the lunch, dude, box. I've got to delete the school. I've got to delete the school. I, no one can know what school my kids go to. There's rapists and pedophiles listening to this. Most of them. <laughs> you got to beat the schools. Beat the schools. I just don't trust any of the listeners. <laughs> Can you beat that just for fun? It'll be fun anyway to beat the I'll school. I'll beat the school. Don't worry. I'll beat the school. But you get the lunchbox out and you open it up. And on the underside of the lid, there's a like, like, hey, Thornton, if you ever need to talk, we're always happy. Oh you would God, lose like- your fucking mind. Thornton's never read it because you've just had, you've had one of your kids. Oh, dude, even, even a note saying like, hey, you need to lift, you're better than this, these sandwiches are lackluster. No, not You'd to the like- parent, not to the parent. Make the parent think that you've been communicating with the kid. Oh, like, dude, unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fun times in sport today. You know, really enjoyed choir. You're coming along... Uh, wait, uh, you've been coming along so well, my superstar, my little special super boy. <laughs> oh, dude. dude, you should you be giving that? your kids the post-it notes to pin to the underside of other kids' lunchboxes. I realised, because we had to go to assembly, <laughs> is that these people yeah, are uh, boring. I, I bet there are a few assemblies called in where, you, where you're the prime focus of the assembly. Dude. No, but I realised, I realised, because... It's so scripted. The principle sounds the same every time. I'm like, oh, I didn't have a learning disorder. These people are as boring as fuck. She's like, good day, class. Thank you. Obviously, we've learned a lot. I'm like, wind up, doll. Boring. I'm like, no wonder no one's listening. No one in the room's listening. Why are we pretending? The only bit I enjoyed was they go like, some girl had to conduct the choir. And they're like, tell us a little bit about your resilience. You were... You're conducting the choir today instead of the teacher. And she goes, she was sick and they made me do it. (laughs) And I howled with laughter. Mrs. Jeansy was sick. They made me do it. (laughs) She didn't want anything to do it. But I'm just like, they're wind-up dolls, dude. All these kids thinking they got ADHD. I'm like, these people are uh, teleprompters. I'm like, there's no fucking engagement. Why are we pretending that this is real? This is boring. Yeah. Don't you think? Some of it's that, but some of it is also that you still have a learning disability. So no, I don't. No, so you're so you're in school. <laughs> you're in school in year eight, and you're listening to some boring cunt. You're unable to pay attention, and now you're back there years later, unable to pay attention. Not years, not years. <laughs> hey, fucking, you're decades later. You're back there, and you're Delete listening. That. You got to block. You got to block it. Don't worry. I don't believe it. But then, it's part of the game that we're playing, us. You said you would keep this on the download. I will. I always have. I've never told anyone your age. Well, then why'd you do it on purpose? What? I, I believe every time I say your age. Okay, good. Because that's the game we want. I, I, not only that, I said the wrong age. I said years later. What, what What do you want? What do you want me to be beat like? Beat that. Beat that again. <laughs> we're out. The whole episode's over. What do you want me to be like? 
years later, you're in there. Yes. Yes. But that's your exact age, you fucking idiot. Oh, now we're good. Now we're talking. Is. <laughs> what is. Your year eight plus is your actual age. Listen, all I was saying is we <laughs> need to find some relevance in our pod, and I think we should doing a sub pod. A pod about a pod. A pod about a pod is a good idea. Don't you think it's amazing? Um, <laughs> well, you're being too genuine now. No, it's not good. <laughs> People wouldn't love that. <laughs> Who's listening you- to that? A subsection of the audience for that preview for the other pod. And just uh, like giving feedback, and then it go the pod goes bad for a few apps. Then we like they've coming good. <laughs> Jerry's on form again. Duggan's been killing it. Duggan's been doing some great taggers. And then uh, people we could listen to us giving our feedback. And they could be on our Patreon where we actually tell exactly what we really think, which is just <laughs> like, we're better. We should have our own money. We should be the original pod. We should, be th- money. <laughs> we should be the sub pod. We should be the main pod. They should be podding our pod. We're getting fucked. Man, it would be fun to create a sub pod about like a really small time pod, like a real new one with almost no listenership. It's been, a, it's been a couple months and they just get finding their feet and then one day it pops up. It's the fucking Justin and Tracy model train experience experience. Bert Kreis has done this because I saw him recently post. He goes, I, I stumbled across this Irish podcast. He goes, it's actually pretty good. They're fucking hilarious. And I'm like, everyone's hilarious compared to you, cunt. <laughs> He's like, I'm laughing my ass off. I'm like, yeah. You're, you're just taking your shirt off, can't. Like, do you know what I mean? He's blown away and he's going, they've only got 12 listeners. And I'm like, yeah, the world's not fair. They deserve your money. They deserve your money. We know this. And I know that everyone wants to party with you and so will I. And we will be deleting this episode if I ever meet this guy. Oh, man, if you ever meet Bert Kreischer, we're fucked, dude. Like we, Why? Like, because it's, it's like every fourth episode, man, you're ranting about him. <laughs> how, how are we going to go back and clean that up? You're, it's a mess. Dude, he's, it's sort of just a, it's a story of persistence and, and like because he ga- gathered some relevancy, no one can call him out. You're and doing like, it again, man. Like, how, are we, how would we ever clean up the Bert Kreischer hatred that is... Uh, that permeates through every episode of this podcast. No, but everyone says he's he's a fun hang. I'm like, whatever. Everyone's a fun hang when they're an alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) I can get my shirt off and order Chinese for everyone. But that's not working for you, is it? The mums aren't aren't like, oh, I'd love to hang out with Wolfie on the Oh, whatever, dude. I could get my shirt off and order all the mums at school Chinese. But and then have what, a dunking machine. But that's what I'm saying, man. I'm saying, like, you're making a sweeping... I don't think it's the alcoholism because you're not a popular figure at, at PTA meetings. Yeah, but I don't I don't get... I don't have the money. If, if I could have a dunking machine and then we have a slip and slide at every birthday party, I could get... He's always... He's just been on the right side of history where he can but have that's a what I'm It's not the alcoholism, is it? It's, not, it's the general personality. It's like... No, because he's, he's got money. If I had money, I would have, like, oh, a dunkaroo. But you weren't... Free- you were a popular, friendly guy when you had the money and you were an alcoholic. I was very friendly. <laughs> I remember handing out donuts to people at the lights. <laughs> I'd drive in my car and I'd throw hot donuts out the window. Yeah, that's not friendliness, man. You're fucking whipping baked goods at people's heads. Well, mate, all I'm saying is whatever. 
Just fucking give me some fucking something. <laughs> something needs to happen, dude. I'm at break point over here. <laughs> it's just... What else is? What else can we talk about? We talk about Bert. That is our sub pod. <laughs> the Bert Kreischer experience. Experience. Um, I've built yeah. a. Uh, I've I've built this AI model thing, man. It's like it's huge. It's fucking massive. I took. I think I've taken uh, half a million words of transcribed. Yeah. Uh, sure thing podcast. Yeah. I've built like this giant learning model. And what does it say? It's, it, all it says is Bert Kreiser and repeat forever. Kreiser, <laughs> Kreiser, Kreiser. The first one I built, uh, I would say, okay, like generate more podcast script. And it would just, it was, it was the way I built it was fucked. So all it did is it kept saying, Andrew, 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 forever and ever. And it just kept spitting it out. sounds good. I was like, no, That's my dream pod. Escape, escape. If it just said, Andrew, you've got this. Just on loop? That's my dream podcast. It didn't quite say that. It was just you repeating your own name. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, it's good to see that, you know, when you should have been editing our Patreon, that you've been making good use of your time. <laughs> Getting an AI thing to say my name on loop? This new one I've built, I've, man, I've done it perfectly, man. I've, uh, I've figured out how to, make the, how to make the AI replicate both of our personalities. I took every line of dialogue... Like half a million from fucking fifteen yeah. different podcasts, and then I had uh, I had another AI strip all of the emotion out of it, making like a neutral, a toneless yeah. uh, version of us. Yeah, and then I had the uh, I had the toneless version of all of our dialogue, and then the regular version of all of our dialogue, so it could learn how we say different things, what our personality oh, mate, this is, is like. So good. So we, what you're basically saying is with a little bit of progress, we can stop recording and just produce fake ones. Yeah, 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 forever. absolutely. Yeah, and I won't have to... We won't even have to voice it, man, because it'll plug directly into... Oh, dude, what a fucking relief. There's there's an end in sight to this <laughs> marathon. Imagine how good it will be when you're at a supermarket and someone goes, loved you on the pod, and you're like, what pod? You've forgotten, you've forgotten that you've left it running? You've just left it... And going, it was great, that riff about housewives. Uh, you've got this, you've got this, you've got this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. They all blur into one when you leave it on auto fucking feed. Hey. Dude, I would love that. That is amazing if we could be the first pod that's just a fake pod and we're just getting money. We'll have one that we – I should be able to set it up so that we have one that's streaming forever. No, all apps now are fake and they'll never know. Yeah. Hello. Anyway, Bert Kreiser has been doing great things. In order to build the voice model for for you, because you have to you have to give it like a verification uh, thing where you're like, oh, my name is Andrew. Oh, this is my voice. Blah blah blah. Uh, yeah. Or or it won't. How'd you get How'd you get it to do that? I used another uh, another voice generator to make your voice. <laughs> and then, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I had that repeat the voice verification thing and I said oh, it dude, this is so good 
You just casually telling me that you've uh, created a false version of my passport? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, hey, dude, I just got a mortgage using uh, fake details. I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah. that's awesome, dude. I can have, I can have doing your banking verification. What a great thing, dude. So you, 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 you're telling me casually how you've just stolen my identity yeah. and we're having a big laugh at the fact that you've replicated my credit file <laughs> and you've taken my ID. And you're like, how funny is this? I knew you'd love it. I'm like, I'm so glad. So look at this. You've replicated and created a false version of me. <laughs> this is hilarious. Because you know how to... Jamal, Jamal was doing that. And he, he told me, he goes, Hey, man, I've got like a, a voice generator that sounds like you. And I've been calling other comics and typing in scripts and saying it. I'm like... <laughs> How am I going to like this, dickhead? I'm like, so what you're telling me, you've been ringing people, pretending it's me. I don't know what's being said. And he goes, yeah, I've been pretending to be you on TikTok. I've been calling people. And I'm like, dude, I don't know why you're surprised that this would fucking not be a good thing. I'm not proud. I'm not excited to hear that you've been interacting with my family and friends, pretending to be me, catfishing them, you fucking idiots. And he's like, it's a bit of fun. I'm like, it's not fun. It's my fucking identity, dickhead. You've rung my mum up and told her you're going to be late from school. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, it's so funny. I'm like, it's not funny. It's fucking, you go to jail for this. That you, you, you have been basically, oh, dude, defrauding myself. This is suck. Oh, man. Oh, that fucking hurts. Do you know it'd be so good if you did replicate it and it's better? Unbelievable. I sent you one, right? I sent you one of them, like the, the clips. And, and yeah, dude, but you didn't send that. You only sent the text text version of it, not like no, the I recorded. No, I, I thought I sent you, I sent you one. Oh yeah, 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 and it sounded like an English version of mine. Us. Mine was mine was still a bit fucked, but yours, yours sounded like you, dude. Yours was fucking on the money. Oh, dude, you know what's so good is if 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 this can just generate podcasts, uh, comedy specials, everything, I, interviews, everything, replicate my life. I don't know if I can train it to to do comedy specials. That's Why not? We'll take Bert. We'll take Bert Kreis's latest special and just make it into me. Doing it, we could do, we could take the transcript and I could definitely uh, like pump it out in your voice. Oh, dude, can we do this? We release it and it's Bert Kreises and just change it to me on stage with my voice, going like, "Yes, I'm taking out those bears." Yeah, 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 that I can do. But oh, wicked! I would need uh, I would need hours and hours of you on stage for training data to make it. Well, uh, there's only three clips up there, and yeah. they're not very popular. <laughs> Did you have these moments of epiphany? Like two times driving here, I go like, maybe this is a fair assessment of the pod and we're just mediocre. And I'm like, <laughs> my ego is making me think that we're, we're doing, that, you know what I mean? This idea that it's going to go off. Do you know, it's the same thing that, that you know, the, the, house, the, the housewife making leather goods thinks they're eventually going to become... The Dolce and Banana. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just not going to happen. Dolce and Banana. Dull Bananas. Dull Banana. <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> you know, we had to do, we had to do um, show and tell today. You had to get something from nature. And I was trying to tell my boy that we'd get a family of magpies that have it in a box screeching. <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, he goes, you shouldn't, you shouldn't mistreat nature, dad. It's so funny. Um, 
because they do a lot of like the, I've told them the Aboriginal thing. I said, we stole the land. And then uh, they will say like, I explained to them, it's like taking a toy and then not giving it back and going, I took the toy from Jeremy. And it's I'm putting in a lot of like contentious stuff because they, they're trying to like indoctrinate with their idea. And I'm like, so they're magic. They're magical people. And do you know what I mean? Like, as in just... Just, but you realise where all those, you know how horrible views come from the parents? But yeah. I'm doing it ironically. Well, you're giving them, you're giving, kind of giving them, well, some good, some bad things, I guess. <laughs> but, but you know, like other, other parents would be uh, like, oh, there's a, you know, histories can be dark and sometimes it's, it's not all nice. And you're in there like, we stole the land. We stole we it. Give it back. back. My other son said it. Then they were mentioning about the snake. Dreamtime, and I'm like, what, what's a better question? Was why was the snake coming for the Aboriginals? What had they done? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. The, I'm the joking. rainbow serpent is a villainous figure in your mind. I'm like, why is the rainbow serpent so angry with the Aboriginals? Have they not been treating the land well? Why is he slithering around? No, I'm, I'm joking. I never said any of that. Ben, All that, is, I dude, did- that is the question, man. Like, uh, uh, like those cultures and religions that believe in karmic justice, like as when they're enslaved yeah. by another race, well, what did you do wrong? Like, why is this yeah, happening yeah. to you? <laughs> Maybe white people deserved all of the cool stuff that we got. Oh, dude, and that's what I think. The mythology just stops at the snake. Why isn't the white people slithering through the land and adding, you know how they <laughs> created the land, the snake created the landscape? I'm like, and then the white... Uh, gypsy legends came through and created all the skyscrapers and bridges. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like we should be part of the dream time. Do you know what I mean? We should be like white gypsies that come through and sprinkle fairy dust all over with roads and televisions <laughs> and pubs. <laughs> like why did we stop the story arc? These beautiful white gypsy men came on boats and they brought slushies and hot dogs. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. We're just riffing here, but this is a dangerous area. I'd like to acknowledge. Oh, dude, you know what? We need to do an acknowledgement on the front of our pod. Why aren't we doing it? I think that would come across as quite racist. Why not, dude? Well, neither of us are uh, Australians. I want the Americans to be aware of acknowledgement. Dude, it is funny. It's funny because I have heard it on pods and I'm like, I'm all for it, but I'm like, for a broader market, I don't know if the English will know what the fuck's going on, why your pod takes three minutes at the beginning (laughs) with a guilty, we've stolen shit, confessional at the front. I'm like, I don't know. I find it the same on the websites. I'm just, just load. My gov's already fucking slow (laughs) enough for fuck's sake. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional... Owners of this top level domain.com.au. Oh, dude, we're on the, yeah, traditional, yeah, man, whatever. This is getting into territory I don't want to go into, <laughs> the Northern Territory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do it. One of the take an angle of uh, colonization was because white people did some really cool stuff, and this is our big reward. Yeah. We've got a big reward coming to us. They're uh, doing all that cool, all those cool things. Well, it's sort of um, what, what's in the Bible where they've got the the final hell chapter at the end. Revelations, revelations, right? Revelations, which is where, where you pay penalties. And I'm like, 
white people are just the revelations of the dream time. <laughs> it's like when you... <laughs> <laughs> We're just that chapter and it hasn't been written. Theoretically, yeah. it's possible. Yeah, man, that's it's, it. it theo- theologically, it you know, you don't just suddenly stop the fairy tale. <laughs> no, no, it's all it should all be part of it. Well, you can't read a book and then suddenly go, oh, this bit's in and this bit's out. It's all part of the same story. Well, when does the Bible stop? When is it done? Uh, the moment, as soon as peasants were taught to read, they stopped trying to write it. <laughs> People working it out going, this doesn't make any sense. Let's find the, we're going to find the, uh, oh, the biblical literalist chronology. Yeah, why don't they keep, why don't they keep writing the Bible? Like, what I'm saying to you is, why is there a magical period and then there's a reality period? This is still part of the Bible. I'm Jesus 4. Where the fuck does it finish? What? No, but I'm it saying to you, there must be a day where the Bible ends and then they go, now it's real life. That's what I'm saying. Before was Bible period. I think it's when he, um, when he, he the, the crucifixion. Well, yeah. And then I've... he comes back for three days and then we go into real time and then everyone, that, that then it's real time. Three days and he fucks off. The Nepo baby fucks off and then we go into real life. Because I have it for the, for Old Testament. Uh, and that finishes at like 63 BC. Uh, yeah. And what oh, about with, 64? Oh, that's cool. It ends with uh, Pompey besieging Jerusalem. Um, oh, that's in Pompeii? Yeah, Pompeii. That's, uh, and that's real. But, but that, that's weird because when's the cutoff? Is it sort of like Christmas? What's the day? <laughs> Easter? <laughs> when, when does it fucking cross over? Is there a weird day where you wake up and go, I'm glad that's over? I guess that movie's finished and then they run the credits. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, Jerusalem was, fuck, I don't know if it, I don't know if it does the dates. And then also uh, after that you have, uh, uh, you have like Augustus redefining the calendar. So that's going to be a pain in the ass to figure out as well. But it's a weird, it's just weird. It's like I was saying, like the thing we've spoken about, there is no days. It's every day's new. There is no time. Yeah. Yeah. It's that strange idea where you go like page 5,000 of the Bible and you go, at this point it just became generic life. <laughs> yeah, it would be good. It would be good to have a constantly updated Bible that covered everything. No, but you have this page and you go, and at that point it just became drudgery and normal life. No more magic. Oh, so you want it to be uh, like, right, right. You want it to say at the end, okay, well, that's, and that's it for, that's it for, for the Bible. Ever, after this, everyone just had to go to work. And it's sort of like the parent going, and that, they all, Peter Pan, and they all lived happily ever after. Anyway, kids, it's time to shut your eyes and go to sleep. (laughs) We're going into real life now. No more magic, no more mystery. It is now just drudgery. And we'll do a few songs about New York. In New York, anything is possible and hot dogs. We're going to all be rich if we live in New York. Do you know what I love? It's like they need, most people fail in New York and Hollywood. The true song is it's a lot of people realising they're mediocre Mm. when they fly over and they no longer have an excuse because they've done the comedy cellar. Esther, whoever runs it, has said, look, it's just not working out. You're horrible up there. Put your shirt back on and fuck off back (laughs) to wherever you came from. Bart Chrysler. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Dude, do you reckon I could be Bart 
Christa. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm Bart, and I do like a parody of his act. Yeah. Bart, Bart, Christa, Bart, Christa. Yeah, man, I think you could. I think that would be really good for you. And it's all the same thing. And I'm like, yeah. So when I was 16, I was on a plane, and there were these Germans, and I drank a shot. <laughs> And they said, this cunt knows what he's doing. Anyway, I landed the plane and that's how I became the president of Russia. Oh, Picks of the week. Okay, dude, we were struggling. We're, we're really squeezing blood from a stone here on this pod. <laughs> they, we're over, we've got to, maybe we've got to chill them down and get them to once a month again. <laughs> no, man, I just need, uh, I need, I need more Dexies, man. Wednesday, I'm fucking... Dude, you've got to get off the drugs. They're affecting you. You're up, you're down, you're messaging me with deals. Nootropics, you're trying to sell new... <laughs> yeah, it's my new business, Nootropics. I'm trying to get you on the Fenabut, man. Dude, I, I was... I, you know what I, I thought we should do is... Um, the next pyramid scheme is microdosing, where you get the housewives and you go, you just have a little bit of this. And do you know what I mean? And then they get, if you can get seven people under, you make money. Do you think microdosing pyramid scheme like Amway would be good? Where mums are just like, I haven't dropped my kid at school for three weeks. I don't fucking care. I'm on that. <laughs> a little bit of psilocybin. <laughs> and, and you know what I mean? It's like Tupperware, but it actually fucking doing shit. Yeah. Do you think that's a good idea? Yeah, I think it's a great idea, man. And you, the great thing about microdosing, especially when you're selling to, when you're selling to parents, is uh, you don't need that much stock. You know, no. you, you only need a little bit of, you only need a little bit of heroin. Little bit, and then I've never felt happier. And the kids are just not going to school. They're no more sandwiches, no more judgment. <laughs> Imagine that, Joe. You buy three. Three tablets of MDMA, and then you're just shaving off little $15 slivers to give to mums at drop-off. Ah, oh, dude. So it's nootropic. You sell it as that, and then they find out it's just basically magic mushrooms. <laughs> and they're like, people are like, oh, dude, you, Jenny, you've just got to try You know that scruffy-haired guy in the Captiva? <laughs> He's got this herb that really changes it all. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the tip... The tip of the week, you know what's good is what's happened with TPD, man. It's just it's 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 not trading. Oh, uh, dude, it is trading. It's just uh, three months of three months a slave, and then I don't know what to do with it really. But it's not like it's not moved up or down at all today. It looks like it's it looks like it's in a halt. Is it not in a halt? No. What what's happened is um, we're tethered with strike, and obviously there's a delay on whalering, so. Nothing's happening until they produce there. All we really need, I don't know what's going to happen now, man. I got excited. I thought it was being, I thought it was being taken over and we were seeing it in a halt. Well, yeah, dude, in December and they've still got to wait on SE2 drill results and whalering has to come online. Mm -hmm. Just thank God that we've got this so it'd be 12 cents right now. Like without this deal, <laughs> it'd be much lower. But, mate, it's just... Purgatory, just fucking trading. What I realized is I was, I should have focused, and we've spoken about it before, property investment. That's where my skill set was. <laughs> I had a keen eye for a, a rental property. You can't say that's where my know. skill set was. Why, like, what are you talking about? Why was that your skill set? 
a land baron just fucking pumping up, uh, just buying houses, renting them out, and ratcheting the rent up like all those um, open micers love. Yep, I've increased it. Do you know how they're always complaining? He's yeah. increased Yeah, well, he owns it. <laughs> and they're like, well, why, why won't he just give it free? I'm like, well, because it's his. And they're like, I want it cheap. I'm like, yeah, I want a bigger dick. It's not happening, right? Just fucking pay up. We don't care. Anyway, man, so that's that. At least WC8 has dropped. It's plummeted. The moment I heard uh, that it had been touted around it drunk at the footy, I knew it was game over. Yeah. And it's plummeted. Yeah, yeah. It was 23 cents when I last checked. What's it now? Yeah, 24, yeah. That's not good. So, so and they're... they're it could rebound out. It could be, or it could have been a massive pump and dump. But very good because there'll be a lot of people languishing right now. that are going, I knew I should have sold it 40. It was because Wolf distracted me down at IGA. I would have sold it. I got distracted. My wife was just, uh, I, I wanted to sell. Do you know, you know when people miss the opportunity? I got jinxed. The, the kids had T-ball. That's thrown me off. <laughs> 40S is, uh, is, seems to have stopped moving, though. What else? 40S. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's an interesting one. It's always the cap raising that kills it, dude. Mm. Who knows what's going to happen? Should we should we leave it at this? This one maybe we never release. <laughs> <laughs> so Can what, we do another one? Yeah, but what are we what are we waiting for with the? Uh, uh, so what, what's what's actually happened with whalering? Well, they updated. They updated on their slideshow with the conference and they said it's going to be uh, finished by quarter three, 2024. Typo, didn't bother to edit their work, but then they've updated that and go, oh, I mean, we 2023, they had eight slides. They got the, the year wrong. Not a big concern. <laughs> Thorough group over there. Nine months late, slides out by a year, all the hallmarks of a winner. Of a team that's got a keen eye for fucking detail, but so are you, and you're telling me that you're telling me that TPD has not moved at all today, and that's no, just, it has. It's dropped. It's dropped to eighteen and a half cents. No, but it's like it's not like there's no movement on the chart today since since it opened. But yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, it, yeah. Well, dude, it's 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 basically stun gunned waiting on strikes only share that matters now so look at strike that's sitting at 37 stx yeah that's up a that's up a percent oh no it's yeah, down so, there it's down there so if that doesn't move we don't move because we're just a ratio to that now until december and until then december fuck when that when that deals don't worry mate we'll just make we'll make content around it for the next 3 months why it's not like man why are these picks these picks are so slow, man. They're not doing anything. Fuck. Well, that's life, dude. That's our comedy career. That's our days. That's our, our weeks. That's our years. Has anything ever happened? If you're, if you're truly honest about your life, did anything ever happen? It's just that you told me, man, great time to get in, dude. Like, it's fucking tomorrow, man. We're going up tomorrow. And that was, well, what, what did I say, 250 days ago, man. Retail investors are notoriously optimistic. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, dude. dude. (coughs) Listen, if you're being honest about your life, nothing's ever happened. So don't get fucking your knickers in a knot. 
Look oh, what's no, happened. Yeah, I know. I know that nothing has ever happened, man. I know, just, you, I know you cried at graduation at school. Hope you have the time of your life. But at the end of the day, it was very sedentary from the beginning to the end. Besides your pop's funeral... We uh, did everyone did every single graduation play. I hoped you had the, the time, time of, of your life. Dude. And and people going like <laughs> we're gonna remember this forever. And I go, I'm almost certain I won't recognize you in a supermarket twenty years time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost certain my sister will ask and say, There's a friend from your year group that I still can't place, even when I've seen the yearbook. I'm like, I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I ever spoke to her. Yeah, man. And they're like, dude, she sat next to you in science. And I'm like, well, not in my world. Why would you I remember, I don't know if dude? it's the Mandela effect. Why would you effect? remember people from that far back who are that inconsequential? Some, but some people do, man. Like, the hellish nightmare that it must be to, like, get in the, the invitation for the reunion or, like, be on Facebook and you're like, what's Jenny doing? Dude, it's amazing to think, like, that people would expect, like, say you're doing Zelda, the game. Mm. And you walk near a tent and they go, go and get a donkey. And they think you're going to remember that non-playable character and go, I'll never forget when I was on the Zelda quest and I walked past that weird guy going, sticks can help get you up that cliff. (laughs) Well, you've been you have been playing you've been playing a lot of uh, Zelda recently, haven't you? No, my kids <laughs> my kids play a lot of games. Yeah, yeah, they're on the homebrew switch, man. They're uh, on the on the. Hack oh, switch. dude, ha- the hack switch rules. Yeah, dude. everyone needs to get one. Yeah, that's sick, man. Have you no? Do you download your games illegally or you pay for them? I have a hack switch on my computer. It's uh, it's great. It's real nice. No, you don't. Do you actually have? Yeah, I do. I don't, when when uh, when that latest Zelda game came out, because uh, I've got the actual. Yeah, I had, switch. I had it two weeks early. I've got the actual switch, and then I uh, I saw all the like all the ROMs and stuff, and I was yeah. like, oh, I wonder how that runs. And you can have it like you can play that fucking game in four K, sixty frames a second. It oh, looks insa- it, it's insane. It looks crazy on there. It's so good, and it um, it's just so good. Uh, Hacking, and then also you get the games before they even come out. That's yep. what you love. Absolutely. Zelda's game. I saw like a couple of comedians going, "Can't wait, three weeks to go." I'm like, "We're f- what are you doing?" <laughs> my my eight year old's been playing it for fucking three weeks. You loser. <laughs> <laughs> Do a Google search for fuck's sake, man. Grow up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What, why are you doubting me? You're doubting me like uh, like some kid at school, man. Like, yeah, my dad works. Well, for because Nintendo. I'm because I thought I was the only guy that could go and Google and face. <laughs> uh, and man, I'm trying to build AI replicants of us. To create an infinite yeah. podcast, and you're like, "What do you have a hack switch? Fuck off! You don't know how to do that, dude." But I do love it because people will sell normal switches with five games for the same price I got the hacked one. Yeah, and it's just insane to me that you wouldn't rip Nintendo off. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Can you even enjoy a game if you paid for it? Like, come on, <laughs> grow up. <laughs> Going into fucking EB sport games. It's embarrassing, dude. You have to talk to little nerds. Dude, that's what actually happened. We had to go rock climbing, a little nerd. And I, I've, never, I, I've never bullied a kid before with my son. <laughs> he sounded like a little... What was this was for? A, was this for... Uh, it was a nondescript was this gender. For the, was this for the, uh, the, the, the girls' party? No, yeah, while they were at the party, I took my boy rock climbing. And there was a boy like... Oh, the, the skinny one. You took the skinny one rock climbing. 
Yeah, yeah, and then we were like, um, no, not skinny. They're both skinny. You don't do this. But anyway, um, the guy was a little genderless robot, like a toaster. And I was like, that man sounds like a toaster. And then that little boy or whatever he was. And um, then we were both like, please touch the ropes. And we were laughing. Wait, 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 was this a kid or was this a guy who worked at the ropes? There was a little kid place? going like, no, I can't touch you. I can't help. And then it was me and my son going like, I apologize for taking so long. And we were, it's the first time we've had like bonding over bullying another, <laughs> another human. Wait, and it, wait, wait, wait. Who is the who's the, did this guy work at the rock climbing? It was place? The, it was it was the, the the guy running the rock climbing. Maybe he was about sixteen. Okay, he sounded okay, like a okay. robot. I know. I just I was just and checking because you you said kid, but like in the context of having your own son. No, no, no. He came as in, and then it was me and my son going like, unfortunately, I can't help you. <laughs> and then I was laughing. <laughs> Please stand there and put shoes on. And he goes, "Welcome to our house." <laughs> and we're both doing it. I'm like, "Yeah, that's how you bond." That's bonding, baby. That's life memories. Like a pack of fucking hyenas descending on the weaker one and shredding him. Slaughter. Take all the flesh from all the bones. And we hugged each other and we knew it was going to be all all right because there are weaker things that you can kick and take out your frustration on. We didn't really do that. We supported that boy. Toaster boy. That's enough, hey? Yeah, yeah. Jesus hey. Christ. They, look, do you know what the thing is? It's on our clip. Our retention had dropped to nothing. There's only 13% still listening now. The main, main people are just watch, listening to this uh, t- to watch someone descend and spiral. Mm. But um, do you know what I mean? That's what I reckon why comics like it because they like everyone's in so much pain and then they can see another <laughs> comic in worse pain and they get joy out of it. But what uh, yeah, I've been we told d- that the tension between us is a, is a big draw for a lot of people. <laughs> Dude, it's actually very lucky that it's remote because if we were closer, I'd often want to hit you. <laughs> I often claw at the screen and go, I wish I could punch him, hey. Leveraging your home, margin personal loans, hedged by put contracts, holding 15 overexposed bad positions, looming threat of liquid. Yeah.